are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me today. Um, give a shout out to all the people in Boston, Massachusetts, people in Massachusetts um, who's listening. Give y'all a shout out today. Internationally, give a shout out to the people in Greenland. Greenland people are listening to me in Greenland. Wow. Woo. Y'all must be, need some entertainment. But anyway, people, thank you for joining me again, taking five minutes, five seconds out of your day to come on in here to the war room and talk, practical talk. Uh, today, um, I'm going to let you listen. Some some, some of y'all might remember this clip, but uh, I'm going to play this clip and then I'm going to come back with my commentary. That scene was from the quiet the crying game for some of y'all that remember that uh, back in the day. And the title, like I said again, is in their nature. And the reason why the title for this podcast is that is because um, it's been uh, ongoing occurrence with Karens calling the cops on people and. Uh, Doing all kind of foolishness, and you see the injustice of how police officers are treating black people. And when they call to the scene to handle somebody that's white, yeah, that they tend to be a little more lenient because most of the people has mental issues. They say, and so I was watching this on. Um, this clip on YouTube, one of the people that I listen to and seen from time to time, 
and they had this chick on here who lunged at this police officer, this this Edomite woman just jumped out here and just, you know, went to slicing. Like she was in a Freddy Krueger uh, movie or Jason movie. She had a butcher knife, called the cops. Cops arrived to say she needed help, came out the door, started slashing, you know, the, the officer who was uh, another white female Edomite that was out there doing her thing. And the woman kept telling her, step, you know, step back, you know, put the knife down, put the knife down, put the down. She's begging this woman to put the knife down. And this woman lunged at her, cut her ass. Blood splat. She called for backup. Um, second officer got on the scene. He put two rounds in her. She's gone. End of discussion. But in the video, you see the female officer constantly begging the woman, put the knife down. Put the knife down. Don't do this. Don't do this. Put the knife down. And this chick, she looked like she just straight up possessed, like, you know, I'm going to kill your ass. So she was determined to kill this other Edomite female who came to her house, who she called for help. So she's like, I'm going to slice you up. And uh, the reason why I say that, uh, say that is because it's like this here. Over the weekend, there was a brother who almost got into a situation with some police officers because it's Karen called the cops on them. Maybe, no, two of them um, in Ohio. Brother was leaving somewhere, and this Karen called the cops on this dang dude, saying he had a gun. Now, the dude only had was his cell phone. The police arrived, I think it was uh, out of Cleveland, you know, asked the dude what he had, patted the dude down, whatever. Didn't have anything. Tang the dude, you know, but it could have went wrong because they came at him like, you got a gun, but he didn't have one. Eventually, I think they let the dude go on about his business. I put the link of it in the weekend review, and I um, left us another link of another dude who out of Ohio, sitting in his car. Karen came out around the corner now. This dude sitting in front of his house. This white chick, this white Edomite Karen came who stayed around the corner in the middle house, came around the corner and asked the dude, what are you doing here? Where do you stay at? Dude was out there just minding his own business because he was waiting for the sun to come out to play. Chick said, you know, you don't stay here. Dude said, I stay right there. What you talking about? No, you don't. You don't stay right there. Prove it. Said, dude said, well, I got to prove something to you for. I stay right here. Prove it. I don't think it's them. Then the chick came to the door. Dude came and said, hey, man, y'all tell this woman I'm, I stay here and whatever. Said, no, I don't think he stay here. And they say, hey, he stay here. What your problem is? Then she started calling him your drug dealer, your low life, your loser. And I'm like, <laughs> this is the foolishness that, you know, integration has got us to. This is the nonsense that we have to deal with. But this is stuff that people tolerate. And so the reason why I say it's in their nature, just like what it said, the scorpion and frog, it's in their nature. You heard the last part of when they said it'd be, it wouldn't be in our best interest. That's how white folks, these Edomites, deal with black people if it's something that deals with their interests. 
If you don't have no nothing that's interesting or something that they need or something that benefits them to a point, you know, you might get the sting. And that's what's happening now with a lot of us that these Karens, uh, all these other these brads and all these folks messing around, uh, you know, coming up, starting, provoking certain things. You know, because, again, I did a, a series called Soft Targets. They're looking for soft targets that they can get into. They, they, got, they can't, can't help it. It's in their nature. It's in their nature to start shit with us. And it's in, your, it's in their nature. If they got access to you, they're going to come with their foolishness. And they're going to start some shit. That's just going to be point blank. Now, I know there's some people. I know some Karen's going to come in here. I know some Larry's. Some Bob, some Bills, some Heathers, some Beckys, all these folks are gonna come in here whining and complaining. That's not true, Mr. Q. You know it's not true. Yes, it is. It's in your nature. It's in your nature. I mean, I was also today listening to something from um, Dr. Khalif Muhammad. And uh, when he went, he had a speech at Kent State. And he said something profound about Abraham Lincoln's. Memoirs. He broke down the root word or the root meaning of emancipation. And he said it, it's not that we, emancipation is not that we was free. We was only free physically, but we were still enslaved to the mind. And Lincoln went on to say if he, if he could save his people, you know, he wouldn't even free the slaves. But he did it along those lines. But he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have freed us. So, I was sitting there listening to it. I said, man, I never heard how the how words are broken down so thoroughly. I mean, people, y'all need to listen to some of Dr. Collins Muhammad, some of his his lectures, how he break down words and, and tell you how to go find the root word, the root meaning in the words, and be like, huh? Because I'm thinking that emancipation, emancipated proclamation was we was free. But no, he said, no, you just physically free. But you was mentally still enslaved and we are we enslaved by the foolishness that we watch that Esau puts out we enslaved by the the music that they weaponize against us to make us feel stupid and docile and keep doing the same thing we are now have a, a class of males not men males that are basically weak Physically strong, but mentally and spiritually weak, that they don't care about nothing. And they think they're doing because, you know, it used to be that, you know, strength in numbers, but that's not true anymore. There's no strength in the numbers of the males in the black community. You got to go to the individual now, the man. And there's very few men in the black community, myself included. But you got plenty of males running around here. Thinking that their strength in numbers, they weak, they cowardly. And Esau knows this. Esau knows it because they know that you're spiritually dead. So that's why they can come and accost you. You don't stay here, boy. I'm going to call the cops on you. I'm going to get you arrested. But see, when you know who yourself is in the spirit, in the most high, in the most high God, and if you know who you are, they ask to flee because they don't want to bother with that because they already know that this is the, this is the type of nigga that we can't be bothered with. This nigga right here, we can't mess with. We got to go find some softy. And eventually, it don't, don't take that much. Go around the corner like this Karen did. 
and I'm not calling a dude soft. I don't know him personally, but I'm saying that whatever image of you projecting towards this woman, she ain't probably seen this fool before. She had to stay around the corner. And she, for her to, to come up to you and say that to you, that lets you know that she, how she really thinks that you're weak to her. You ain't going to do nothing. You ain't got no power. You don't know yourself. You're nothing, boy. You're my property still. You're still mine. I don't care what you say. You're still my property and your boys and your house. So it's just the reason why, like I said, it's in their nature. I was reading this book called We, we, uh, we Are Their, uh, Her Property by uh, Stephanie Jones Robinson. You heard me prom uh, promote this book. And I was reading today how the slave master, how, no, how the slave tried to buy his freedom. From what we learned in slavery, that most of the people in slavery were scared, docile, and, and running around just trying not to get whipped. But in this research that uh, Miss Rogers put in this book, she really used firsthand account of slaves. Basically, they, they was figuring out how to use the slave market, how to get out, to buy their freedom, to buy their family. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. You know, trying to buy themselves from their mistress. Because most of the time, as we've been told, that we thought it was only the men. No, it's Karens that was running the slave trade. It's Karens that was out here enslaving our people. There was Karens that was helping Brad send our, our ancestors far and in between. It was a, it was a line in this, in this book where uh, this woman, um, slave, was she knew that she had to buy her family. She had six kids. And she asked the mistress, how much would it, you know, because this is around Louisiana. Because, you know, it's funny that Louisiana, under the French law, slaves could buy their, their freedom if the master or the mistress came to some sense of agreement. But they can also renege, get out of it. So anyway, this woman wanted to buy her kids and herself freedom. Went to a mistress, had the money. The mistress would like refuse it flat out, you know, raised it up a little bit. So she said, okay, whatever. Then the woman turned around, sent her off on an errand far away from the house just to sell one of her kids. That's how low down. But see, we sit here and we, we say that that's my ancestor. No, that's today, people. It's in their nature. It's in their nature to do that. And they're going to continue to do that. If it doesn't interest them or have an interest to comfort them, you're a threat. You're trash. You're nothing. And they're going to come after you. But if you're about something and they can't quite put their finger on it, these are going to head for the mountains because they're not going to F with somebody who is really woken as the true child of the most high. They're not going to F with them people. They're going to F with only the who they consider scumbags or people who they know are bootlegs, sambos, going to kiss their ass. People who like, you know what, I got to deal with this, but I'm not going to deal with you. That that type of person, that, that mindset that I'm, enough is enough, oh, they're going to find somebody else to mess with. They're, they'll beeline across the street, hurry up and shut their door. <laughs> you have no problems out of them. Because they know, they know. Oh, they know, man. A little bit something else I learned 
just in a couple of days, there was something on this video. Uh, it was a video lecture about how Esau is really trying to use black people as human shields to keep the most high from coming. That's why they align all this interracial marriage and they promoting and propping this, even interracial gay marriage, all this, they, anything to defile ourselves spiritually and keep us co-signed to their sin, they believe and they think that that will keep them from the judgment. And, you know, to be quite honest, you know, it is kind of working because you got dumbass two-third niggas lining up, lining up, trying to be with Esau, trying to trying to understand them, trying to marry him, have designer kids with him, all the foolishness. And then you had these same Negroes turn around and say, say they can't be with them because they don't want to deal with the black experience because it's negative. You're jaded, Mr. Q. You would be jaded too. Dealing with some some devil, black or white. Because like I said, you got black devils, the Sambos, the two-third niggas are the devils around us. Around people like me, they always conjuring up bullshit. Shit starters, as my mom used to call them. They ain't number shit starters. But be right there kissing masses ass all day. Master sit there and go get, hey, Toby, go ahead and get my sh Yes, a boss. Yes, a boss. I'll do it, bossy. Dumbass. But this is the stuff because it's in their nature. It's in your nature. Anything that you fear that someone is going to get a little bit who's of a darker hue that doing a little bit more, guarantee you see Esau turn red. They'll sit, and they'll sit there and lie straight in your face and turn red and say, I got to figure out how to get this nigga fired. I got to get this nigga locked up. I got to get this nigga killed. I got to get this nigga to get, I want to get this nigga to get in here for I can love him. Make him think I love him. Make, I, make, make her think I love her. See, it's all about the interest of them. What is it going to benefit? We the only fools walking around here in the dark. We the only ones walking around here saying, use me, abuse me. And he's all like, all right, nigga, I'm going to do it. You begging me. You pleading to be with me. And I know, again, to all the white folks to come into here listening, passing through, oh, this is just hate speech. No, it's truth. You know it to be true. I was watching something else on YouTube. Damn black Israelites out there uh, had this uh, camp union, unity camp up there in Baltimore. About a couple of days ago, had these two white Edomites bending over, kissing their feet. My thing is like this here, and I've already made my piece about it. I don't care if you were to come up to me and hug me, kiss me, cook for me. Uh, they'll sure won't eat because you might poison me. But whatever it is that you think that you want to do to think that whatever, you know, to get me to co-sign and ask the most high. So, you know, you know, most high, this, this Edomite right here is, is not like the rest. You know, she's very attentive. You know, she's really kind to me and. You know, Brad, he ain't that bad. You know, he really, you know, told me, you know, the, the whole history. And, you know, I seen the sincerity in his in his, in his eyes and and, 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 and he water up and he almost cried. You know, you know, could you um, spare these two white people for me? You know, they, you know, they seem like pretty good, good people. I'm not going to do that. If anything, I'd be like, <laughs> put him to death quickly. That's right. Put you to death because that's what you hey, that's the punishment. See, the, all the nonsense that 
you've done is going to come home. You don't want your punishment. So you're trying to do everything possibly to keep us defiled, keep us docile, keep us at each other's throats, get us killed. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, so you won't face the judgment. But let me, uh, let me let you in on a secret. The judgment is coming. It's, it's already here. It's just taking its time, coming about, but it's already here. You know, all that, that mingling of the seed and that keep defilement, that, that's, that's not going to work anymore. But again, the two-third niggas are going to do. That's why they got to get mashed out. They got to get mashed out quickly. Gone. Poof. And those are the people that you're trying to get because they're so willing to do it. Hard-headed, coon-ass Christians, black Christians that want to, can we love everybody? There is no such thing in that. There's no such thing. Out of all the atrocities, out of all the hideous historical facts that have been brought against us, but it's in their nature to do it. But here you go, hey, I want to love. Esau, we gave you plenty of chances. I know especially I have, though I may sound jaded, and I bet, and I am jaded to a point, but I, I've given you chances. And I sit there and watch you lie straight in my face, like, look at this, look at this damn, <laughs> look for the lie to me. You straight lying. I laugh in your face because I already know I caught you in a lie. You know it too. But you feel that this system, since you, this system is superior because you built it up off the lies that you have created. And if you keep telling a lie long enough, it becomes true. That's all. It's in your nature. So for all those people who sit there and say, I'm tired of y'all. I wish y'all shut up talk about it. Well, you know what? I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you calling the cops on people just sitting in their car. I'm tired of this. Nobody can't barbecue in front of their hall in their yard. So here you come. What you doing? Barbecuing. I'm going to call the cops on you. I'm tired of you always interfering, sticking your nose where there's no you know, have no business. I'm tired of you doing this propaganda that you're better than us. I'm tired of that. Because you're not, because you stole half of the inventions, if not all the inventions, and the history of the world. So I'm tired of that. So when you get tired of us, just think about all the shit that you stole. But see, again, what you believe is a lie that has become truth. Because you had to get other liars to co-sign with your lie in order to make it true. That's why you don't see the errors of your ways because it's in your nature. You've got people to co-sign the lie. But see, I'm not going to co-sign no lie for you. I don't want you to get down there, oh, I, I asked the most, most high God to just forget. You come to me, I'm going to put my foot in your face straight up because there ain't no loving up in here. Ain't no, I'm, ain't none of that. Ain't no Sam Bowen. Ain't no... Uh, I just got to get me a piece of Carrie and Becky today. I just got to get one. Nope. No, no, not here. Because it's in your nature. You ain't going to change. All this stuff y'all trying to do, it's, like I said, it's a pacification. And dumb, coon-ass niggas are sucking on their thumb. I hope we're going to get reparation. That's what they waiting on. But it's in your nature to lie. And you're going to get us just close enough so you can go ahead and try to put that final nail in our coffin. So I got y'all niggas. But the only niggas you're going to get are the two-third niggas. The niggas that's willing to go to the meat grinder. Them the ones going to be right there. Use me, boss. 
Excuse me, you know where you're going, right, boy? <laughs> Hell yeah, but I, I'm going to enjoy the ride. That's exactly how most of them are. So you ain't going to have, you're going to have plenty of, plenty of Negroes who are going to be waiting, willing to get ground up. But for me and for the people, I speak for the people like myself, we're not going to be that. We're not going to be there for the end of meat grinding. We're going to wait till you finish getting your bloodlust and your your celebration and your celebratory type things because you're going to have all the three, th you know, the two-third niggas there that you and gathered up because they, they, they like low-hanging fruit. Easy picking. Go and put them on there. Come on, uh, come on, Billy. Let's go and load a truck up with these dumb, I mean, these folks here because they just good, 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 good Christian folks. They just love us. Ain't y'all love us? Yeah, <laughs> right. We getting back to normal up in here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, where y'all going? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it all. Don't worry about it. We're going to take care of y'all because y'all took care of us. And you know where they going and they ain't coming back. So when they finish those clowns off, which is going to be an easy slam dunk, they're going to come over and they're going to try to mess with the people who are with the Most High, who the Most High has his hands on, who ain't playing it. And though, again, we may be far and in between, that day, for some reason, Most High going to bring us all together in one place. And these Edomites going to come over here on their drunkenness. I was like, yeah, we had a good time with these folks because we tricked them. We thought we told them that we were their friends. Hell yeah, we told them that we love them. Hell, Becky, you was married to one of them, them dumb niggas. Wasn't they? Yeah, I, yeah, I sure was. But you know how it is. People, Our people first. Got to make America great. Let's go on over there and mess with them fools over there. Them, oh, there go some more niggas right there. We, should we, man, we, we can go ahead and take them. And soon they come over here, they're going to sense the fear, sense the very presence of the most high. They're going to say, oh, hell, not these niggas here. But we could take them. Ain't nothing but a few. And just like that, poof, gone. Because we didn't sit down. We didn't cowtail. We didn't give in. We knew their nature. We knew them. We saw them. We, we read them. We sensed them. Even when they sat there and said, they cried crocodile tears. I'm just so sorry about my ancestors. I'm just so sorry about what they did. I, I don't know how I can do it to repay this. Bitch, shut up. Just shut your damn mouth. Man, I'm sorry, man. I ain't with that, man. My ancestors, man, we, we ain't down with that. Brad, shut up. We're not falling for that anymore. That tactic has worked on the masses of two-third coon niggas. Over here, we already know what you're about. <laughs> we already know what you're about. It's funny. You did a whopper on them, but we already know what you're about over here. So, again, I just had to bring that too because these two brothers mind their own business. But when the police came to that Karen, they kept asking her over and over again to put the knife down. Side note, there was another similar incident with a knife with this dude about a month ago. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, it was about a month ago. Dude was flying through this residential neighborhood somewhere. I forgot where the hell he was. But this police sheriff got behind his ass. Dude speeding, driving erratic. She pulled his ass over, right? This dude got out with a state knife. White dude. He had to be about six, one. She was about five. I give about five, five. Telling him, sir, 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 put the knife down. Put the knife down, sir. Put the knife down, sir. He, he talking shit to her. Like, you want a piece of this? This is exactly what he said. You want a piece of this? Sir, put the knife down. I don't want to shoot you, sir. Put the knife down. Put the knife down. Please, sir. Please. Don't, don't make this happen. Bro, bro. Begging this dude. Dude coming at him with the steak knife. 
He cut her ass. Cut her ass on her head. That's how close he lunged and cut her ass on her on her wrist. Oh, shoot. She stumbled. Got her back up. He lunged again. That's when she finally went on and popped his ass about four times. Eventually, that dude took the room temperature challenge. He didn't make it. But it's like, oh, it was mental illness. This dude didn't have no drugs. He didn't have no history of mental I don't know what the hell he was on, but he had no mental illness history. But, of course, they chunked it up as that. See? But with you and I, we do that. So I'm reaching for my wallet. You got a good. You shot up like Swiss cheese trying to reach for your wallet. Bleeding there. That's your life essence. Leave your body. Man, I got, man, I just reach for my goddamn wallet. Oh, hell, cracker. That's exactly what's going on. But again, the reason why it is, and I get so sick and tired when I hear people do these videos and stuff, and they be in all shock and awe. I'm not, because it's in their nature. It's in your nature to do that. That is your nature. You're afraid of black people because all the perpetual evil that you have done to us. We still in the fall. Like I said, the vast majority of us two-third niggas, uh, two-third niggas, people are just out here just wondering, just wondering, just wandering to and fro, whatever, just going about their day in a, in a, in a misty fall. But people who finally work at the seat to see what you really are, you, we ready for you. But we're going to let you have the two-third niggas first because, see, the coon niggas, two-third coon niggas, they got, the, you know, they want that. They want this system to stay in place, they willing to do everything and anything. Sell their ass, sell their mama, sell their churn. They they will. Anything but to pick up the weapon and put you down like the rabbit dog that you are. But instead, they want to sit there and kiss your ass. Tell, tell brothers like me, you're full of hate. You just mad. You just this, that, and the third. You just, you just, you, 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 you secret want a white woman. Man, let me tell you something. I don't have to go out here and beg like you do. If I want Karen, I can go get one. That they easy, they long hanging fruit. That's it. But see, I already know spiritually, you know, that they're not right for us. But most of us, we too so caught up on the sorcery of I, I gotta have one. I gotta have a Brad and the sister saying I gotta have a Brad because Brad got all the money. We see how we sell ourselves, and they know it. They laugh at you. They laugh at people like you. They crack jokes. Say, look how many hoops did this nigga going to jump through to get this little bit of money. Yeah, I'm married to a nigga. You hear people, you know, they probably talk about it. They laugh at you because it's in their nature. It's in their nature. And some of y'all going to sit there and continue to take it. So I'm, I'm about to get on up by here and cut this short. But I just had to bring it to you, this podcast about it's in your nature. Because I get tired of hearing... People on YouTube who, you know, they they come across these videos of the difference between the justice system and how folks, you know, the you know, the white people respond to white people when the crime and then black people. You know, we should be beyond those shock and awes now. You know it. It's in their nature. It's in their nature. They're gonna try their best to try to say that white person. The white person come at come at them all hands down. They're gonna say, I wanna shoot you, I wanna shoot you, I wanna shoot you, I wanna shoot you, bro. Then gave him uh, 10 commandments. <laughs> 10 commandments. I'm not 10 commandments, 10 commandments. Put the knife down. Put the gun down. Do this, sir. I want to do. Bro, can we talk about it, bro? Bro, you want to hug? They do everything 
But when it comes to us, nigga, get him, get him around, nigga. No, oh, nigga, out. That's it. So, to all the people who over in the black media who, you know, um, put these types of videos up, stop putting them up. I know it's shocking. I, I mean, I, not shocking. I know that it's horrific. But it's not shocking because it's in their nature. But what are we going to do about it? Are you going to mount up an attack? Are we going to try start taking our community back? Are we going to start doing things? Start, you know, putting a black line around our community say, all right, you niggas, you crackers, get out. We're going to, this is our stuff. We're going to start governing ourselves. Or we're going to still keep trying to vote our way out of this and hope that the best of these fools be fair to us. I mean, come on now. You know, that's, that's just a simple question. Because I hear this, these, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's scary. It's a scary thing to a point. It is scary for, you know, you're coming on, here comes some white chick coming up in. I don't like, I think I'm calling cops. Don't even know this brother. Don't even know this, this dude from Hank. But I'm, I'm going to call the cops because I just know that you're doing something. Ill. How the hell you know what I'm doing, ho? Huh? Why are you out here anyway? Huh? <sighs> Man, I'm telling you. The craziness. But that's why I always say people be safe, be vigilant. And I really do mean it. Be safe and be vigilant out here in these streets. If you ain't got to go to places, take your ass home. Watch yourself. Watch these mugs. Have your head on a swivel. Because they are really out here doing this stuff because they know that they only have a small time left. And they're going to do whatever they can. If they, if they can't body you, they're going to try to set you up. They're going to do something. They, they, they got to do something. Because it's in their nature. It's in their nature to bring havoc and destruction wherever they go. And I don't give a, give a damn what they talking about. I believe in it. You don't believe in nothing. The only God they believe is themselves. With that, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.